Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm still reeling from the Mets fire sale. Good morning, or actually good afternoon. Welcome into a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF, I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Ailey is once again producing our program today. The MLB trade deadline over. And the Mets did what I told you yesterday I thought they would do. They got, they had a fire sale. And they were smart to do it. I don't know, however, if um, this will signal a different way for them to go about their business, but we will see. But interesting, as we go down the stretch in uh, the baseball season, several published reports, and we have confirmed Florida loses offensive lineman Keontae Goodwin, who has an ailing parent wants to go closer to home, uh, has therefore entered the transfer portal. If you think things are bad here, how would you like to be at Northwestern right now? Yeah. Um, A Northwestern football player, a former player, Ramon Diaz, filing a lawsuit against the school, alleging he was hazed and mistreated largely because of his race and I want you to understand this he played there from 2005 to 2008 2005 to 2008 that is a long time ago obviously and look I've said this before being a coach now a college coach now is a difficult, difficult thing. The burnout, I would imagine, is incredible. And I will tell you, I just ran into, when I was on vacation, I ran into a current uh, basketball coach in college, and I said to him, is it different now? And he said, without question. Without question. But it is interesting that uh, the lawsuit also says that the tight ends coach at the time should have been aware of the hazing and mistreatment. So think about how far back that goes. Wow. Today on our program, first time I've had a chance to interview him since he left Florida. Jim McElwain will be here live, bottom of the hour, the coach of Central Michigan. This time of the year, I try to get coaches that have been here uh, who are now coaching elsewhere, and obviously he is. Get a chance to talk about his team, uh, NIL, all of that. I'm looking forward to having him back. Then two guys, as we get near that documentary series about Urban Meyer's Gator teams, 
two guys that played on those teams, Cornelius Ingram, Ahmad Black, will be here too to give you their memories of playing for those teams. So that's on the guest list today. Later in the week, Herm Edwards is going to join us from ESPN to talk a little National Football League. Tonight, Rays and the Yankees. We will have it live for you as well. And then Paul Feinbaum, I tried to actually get him on the show today. He did not respond. And I imagine, you know, he is um, a bit busy. But he said, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, take a, take a shovel and throw dirt on the Pac-12. Now, you have to understand something. When you're talking about a major conference, right, which the Pac-12 is, the commissioner met with the conference presidents and chancellors on a new media deal. And what was that deal? Primarily subscription-based Apple streaming. Now, you got to understand, you know, somebody of my age, this is where things are going, but, but it still isn't there yet. And when we're talking about mega television deals, all of that, this just seemed like it was Bush League. Like it was... So, if you're Arizona, if you're Arizona State, if you're Utah, what are you thinking? The Big 12, ladies and gentlemen, is, I mean, rolling out the red carpet for those schools. They want them badly. The Arizona Board of Regents met yesterday, but apparently <clears throat> no decision was made. The way that they have this contract uh, put together, it would start in 2024-25 and would incrementally improve and potentially be competitive with the Big 12 and the ACC, providing subscription numbers are met. So again, if I'm in that league, well, now this is all predicated on subscription numbers being met, not hard dollars, not ESPN saying, I'm going to pay you X dollars to broadcast games. Now, the Big 12 has a new TV deal, which I think begins in two years, three years. Anyway, they will see an increase to an average of almost $32 million dollars well again if you're being courted by the big 12 and you're the pac 12 what's the incentive for those teams to stay there if they can't guarantee them to at least make something close to that money this is this all they could come up with wow i i don't know and remember, that, that deal 
runs through, I think, 2032, 31 with the Big 12, um, with ESPN and Fox. So where's the television here in the Pac-12? Where is it? So, I, I, you know, I don't know. This just doesn't seem like it's something, if I'm in that league where I'm going, yeah, this is great. So we could, I think you are going to see more turnover here. I don't think there's any question. We'll get your questions, calls, and comments here today. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. I want you to tell me today in your college football crystal ball, does the Pac-12 survive? Does the Pac-12 survive? That is what I want to know. Okay? Anything else you want to bring up, you certainly can. And again, we'll have those around our guests. Peyton says, I feel that the way college football is heading is not sustainable. Schools making moves purely for money. Everyone seems to want an NFL-like structure. The have-nots will be left in the dust. Bowl games will go away of the telegraph. I just feel it will collapse. We'll end up like the 80s with 30 or so independent schools. That is the thing that I think we don't know, right? If you have super conferences, which I think is coming, what about these other schools? Do they just form a league? Could. Um, I don't know. Mark, I'm probably not going to ask McElwain the question you're asking um, but I'll see. I'll just see what the tenor of the interview is. Um, and I'm just going to say this when he comes on here. I'm not going to dwell on his time here. I think we all know, you know, what happened here. Um, I'm going to ask about what he's doing now. Andrew says, why did Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, take a $34 million pay cut? Is he going to stick it to the Packers? He never gave them a deal. Well, I mean, look, I certainly think there was some, at the end, some hard feelings between the Packers and Rodgers. But I think he's trying to help the Jets, his current team, and I think that's what this is about. I don't think it's about sticking it to the Packers so much as it is I'm going to try to help my current team do what they do. And again, uh Gator football will have an open practice. I want to tell you about Saturday. Gator soccer is going to have a scrimmage, uh, an exhibition on Sunday you can go to as well because those seasons are now right around the corner. 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. Football fall camp continues on for the Florida Gators as they gear up for the season opener in Utah coming up in just a few weeks. Also, practice held this Saturday afternoon will be open to the public. In soccer news, the Gators soccer team is in preparation to make their return to the field. The Gators will host Georgia Southern at home this Sunday for an exhibition match at 3 p.m. 
and following that, the regular season will kick off on August 17th. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the New York Yankees for Game 3 of the Midweek Showdown tonight. The Rays took Game 2 of the series last night in a 5-2 victory. Catch Game 3 here tonight at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I don't know how many times I have told you about Southeast Car Agency. And every time I do, I kind of tell you the same thing. And that's not a bad thing because it's about consistency. It's about longevity. It's about customer service and satisfaction. If you've been in business for over 40 years, that tells you something. It, it tells you a track record of success, a track record of keeping customers satisfied. And that's exactly what Southeast Car Agency has done over 40-plus years. The Cousins family has owned that business. If you're not familiar with Southeast Car Agency, they don't have any new vehicles, none. Since they opened their doors, it's been all about the best and late model, low-mileage vehicles. You can check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. Test drive them. Check them out for yourself. There's salespeople there to answer any questions you may have. When you see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes, and you administer insulin three or more times per day, or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. Mike Lester is the founder of Talon Wealth. I can't believe how much attention Talon's advertising has been receiving. All I said was, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity, and nobody should sell you an annuity either. So here's the thing. I was a very successful annuity salesperson back in the day, but I evolved as a financial advisor, as a fiduciary. I just don't know how, as a fiduciary, you can promote products that pay you a commission before your clients make a dime. So all of you out there pushing and selling annuities to your clients, explain to them who's paying for your radio advertisements, who's producing your radio show. After you answer those questions, then explain to me why I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. That's all there is to it. Mike, you pay for all of our advertising. I produce our radio stuff. And I work for Talon Wealth. That's right, Christian. We don't have to sell annuities. 
to provide income to people in retirement. More at guardingyournesteg.com. Advisory services through Talent Private Wealth and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. Florida License D056341. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked. And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Shooing seagulls away from our beach snacks is easy, but keeping my frequent heartburn away, that was a full-time job. I had to chew up to 10 antacids a day to manage it. Then I tried Prilosec OTC. Just one pill a day blocks my frequent heartburn for a full 24 hours, giving me one-and-done heartburn relief. Thanks to Prilosec OTC, now my heartburn's on vacation, too. Prilosec OTC. One pill a day, 24 hours, zero heartburn. It's possible while taking Prilosec OTC. Use as directed for 14 days to treat frequent heartburn, not for immediate relief. The Dan Patrick Show, weekday mornings at 9, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. I want to talk sports with you. I know it's kind of a slow day today. I get it. I will say this. CBSSports.com has come out with its preseason rankings in college football. And uh, as you would expect, the SEC dominates. Georgia is preseason number one. And I'm going to say this right now. They will not win the championship this year. Now, we can probably, in what, January, go back and listen to me, and I'm either going to be, man, Steve was right, or what a dope. It's hard, man. And, and their schedule, their schedule is like cellophane. It is paper thin from a non-conference standpoint. But I understand why they're preseason number one. I get it. Michigan and Ohio State are 2-3. LSU is 4. Alabama is way down at number 5. Then comes USC, Penn State, Florida State, Clemson, and Washington. So, Texas heads the second 10. Utah, Florida's first opponent, Number 12, Tennessee is 13, then Oregon, Notre Dame, Kansas State, TCU, Oregon State, Florida fans know about that team, Wisconsin, and North Carolina, and then uh, Ole Miss, Tulane, Texas Tech, Texas A&M, and Iowa complete their top 25. I want you to guess where you think Florida is ranked in this. Okay? I'll have you guess as you call in. Okay, let's get a call here before Jim McElwain joins us in about 10 minutes. Uh, Adam, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, happy football season, brother. You ready? Uh, almost. Oh, of course. Yeah, man. Uh, 
really excited, obviously, about the season coming up. Um, it, I, I didn't catch that. What uh, what site were you using about quote um, where the Gators might land? I uh, just, I mean, there's everybody has one, but I'm just, I just went to CBSSports.com today. I was, I was prepping for the show, and they've come out, you know, with their top 100 and whatever it is, you know, schools, and they've yeah. got Georgia one. Florida's not in the top 25, so I just said, you know, guess where you think they've got Florida ranked? I got them guessed at about uh, 32. Lower. Like that. Lower. Okay. Um, that's neither here nor there. We, you know, it's it's interesting topic, I guess, for uh Sure. You know. Always is this time yeah. of the year. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, as far as the national media is concerned, they don't know. I won't use the word anything about um, what's really going on. Um, but I'm excited about the season. Um, I think uh, the camaraderie and the culture, you know, quote unquote, is a big difference um, with the overall staff. Uh, Billy seems, I watched the media days, uh, SC media days with them several times, and I could just really tell that underlying confidence. With Billy and the staff that spoke, uh, Austin Armstrong, um, just really excited about that. I think that makes a big difference. Uh, you know, flashback to last year, uh, last season, uh, we were in a lot of really close games. And this team really never gave up, except for, I say never, but seemed to me in the Vanderbilt game kind of gave up, and then obviously Oregon State bowl game. But this year, um, that's going to carry over. Uh, he's got all his guys in. Um, my question to you is, as far as offensive power that we've got going on, uh, receivers, obviously Rick, Ricky Pearsall, major con- going to be a major contributor, Trevor Etienne, these are the obvious guys. Um, who, in your opinion, on the offensive side of the ball, is going to be that breakout player this year, even if it's a transfer, kind of giving my, my hand away, um, to really make a difference in this offensive uh, game? Well, first of all, it's got to start up front, right? Uh, I, I don't care who you have at quarterback. I don't care who you have at receiver. The offensive line has got to give you some time. Um, so let's assume for the moment that happens, okay? But I, I still think this is going to be a run-based offense, so obviously, ETN, Montreal Johnson will be keys. Uh, I like, I liked what I saw out of Caleb Douglas in a very short uh, burst last year. Um, I, people I've talked to, Andy Jean, you know, the, the freshman is somebody that could you know make a difference at the receiver position too. Just top of my head, you know, and Mizell is another one. So I would say probably those two, those three, perhaps. Okay. I, I love it. Um, my pick is uh, – I'll give you some stats real quick. Uh, 17 of 19 out of the backfield, five touchdowns, 164 yards. That's better than 10 yards a catch out of the backfield from, from superstar Cam Carroll. Watch out for this guy. He came into a loaded backfield. He transferred to us. This guy is going to be something special, and I think uh, Billy is going to—he's going to make this guy shine, and he's going to make this offense really go because Graham Mertz is going to get under pressure. Like you said, the offensive line is going to have to get that thing going, 
He's going to be checking it down, and that guy is going to be a superstar. Go Gators. Thank you, Steve, okay. for the show, man. Good yep, job, thank brother. you, Adam. Yep, and he's a guy you don't hear about because of the other two, right? Um, I believe he's a redshirt senior. And remember, you know, you can make the running back position very viable in the throw game as well. So we'll see if the redshirt senior who came from Tulane uh, will be a factor in that. And look, Adam, I think, uh, encapsulates what I see every year. The closer the season is, you get, you become a fan. again. You know, when the season ends, if it's a bad year, you're still, oh, God. But then when the new season starts, new people get in here, new coaches get in here, you become a fan. And there's nothing at all wrong with that. Daryl says, do you see Georgia losing at least one or two SEC games? They're going to miss Stetson Bennett. We'll see. I mean, look, Stetson Bennett did some really good things and knew that offense inside and out. And remember, they have a new offensive coordinator as well. So, you know, how does whoever it's going to be, it's going to Carson Beck or whoever it's going to be, how are they going to do? Now, they got a great tight end to throw to there. Their receivers, I think, were a little uh, underrated. We will see. 1227, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. We hope to have Jim McElwain with us next, the Central Michigan head coach, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. It's happening now. International Diamond Center Spectacular Summer of Savings event. Giving you a break from inflation and rising interest rates. Now for a limited time, you get IDC's incredible value price plus three years, zero interest financing. And IDC will even cover your first two payments. Rings, earrings, bands, bracelets, colored gemstones, even GIA certified. Buy now and spread your payments over 36 months with 0% interest. How about a $3,000 pair of diamond stud earrings or anniversary band? Your payment is just... Just $84 a month, and we'll even cover your first two payments completely. Or how about some rollback pricing on wedding bands at IDC? Now through August, you can take 20% off any wedding band. That's price deflation. International Diamond Center's Summer of Savings event. Your refuge from rising prices, special discounts, and three years zero interest financing. Now for a limited time, only at International Diamond Center at Celebration Point. On approved credit, some product restrictions apply. See store for details. The IRS is ramping up collection, and if you owe back taxes or have years of unfiled tax returns, listen carefully. Before it's too late, check your eligibility for the Fresh Start program still offered by the IRS to reduce or even eliminate your tax problems. Call our special hotline number now and find out in minutes if you qualify for these life-changing debt reduction programs. Business or personal, if you're in a payment plan with no end in sight, have unfiled tax returns under audit, have a wage or bank levy, or finally just want to know your options, call 
Call the experts at Republic Tax Relief and stop collections immediately. A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau with a five-star rating from Yelp, this veteran-owned company has the fight you need to take on the IRS. Don't go at it alone. Call their hotline number now, 800-575-7015. That's 800-575-7015. Find out if you qualify today. Call 800-575-7015 or go to republictaxrelief.com. Ah, the good life. You deserve it. The pros at Electronics World can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business. Sony, Yamaha, Marantz, Bryston, Rotel, Bowers & Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Whether it's a two-channel stereo system, outdoor entertainment, or a home theater room with surround sound, EW has what you need to enjoy the good life. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies will take us into the afternoon. Temperatures today topping off just around the 90 degree mark. Now we do have a pattern shift at play today. Winds will come inland from the Atlantic Ocean. So storms today starting off near the I-95 corridor. They'll push inland and west during the evening. Storms should be isolated to scattered in coverage. In the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. With the dog days of summer coming to an end, we want to send you out in style with a trip to the trunk. The race hosts the Cleveland Guardians on Saturday, August 12th. And we're going to hook you up with four tickets to the game and a hotel stay in Tampa. And when you get back to Gainesville, how about a $50 gift card to Spurrier's Gridiron Grill? Along with an autographed visor courtesy of the HBC. To register, log on to WRUF.com and click on Contest. There, you'll find the Ray Summer Showcase. Just fill out the form and you'll be in the running to win. And we thank you for listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Your home for Ray's baseball. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Welcome back to Sports Scene. Well, as the Gator football team is in the midst of getting ready for its new season, so is Coach Jim McElwain with his Central Michigan team, and it's great to have Mac back here and joining us here on Sports Scene. Coach Mac, good to have you. Thanks for doing this. Thanks, Steve. How you been, man? You doing okay? I've been doing well. I was going to ask you, Coach. It was tough last year because you know I know you weren't healthy. How, are you okay? Oh, yeah, doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. No, I, uh, everything's checked out. I just, uh, you know, we've, we've had a pretty good run here since we've gotten here. And, and uh, last year took a couple steps back. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, that that's one of those deals where, you know, you just hate to dispa- disappoint the fans and, and the people who put them so much into the, into the program and, and, uh, you know, I got to get it right. Um, you know, last year you went th- you went through a lot personally as the team. What you learn, if anything, from what happened last year? Oh, yeah, you know, you 
you know, every year, no matter what it is, every uh, you know, you always sit back and and uh, you know look at goods and bads and and different things like that, and and uh, you know, you, you you find out that uh, you know for us, you know, it, it really went into details, and those details all start you know right here at my desk, and and I probably well I did I did let too many details go, and um, you know at the same time. Um, you know, our, our kids, uh, we had a, you know, young ball squad and a lot of those guys are back and, you know, it's exciting to see sometimes you need to go through failure to, to help yourself uh, get a little bit better. Uh, as you look at the team you have this year, coach, what do you like? What do you see? Well, you know, I like, I love the kids in the locker room. This is a, uh, you know, bunch of guys that, that, you know, were obviously, you know, overlooked a little bit in recruiting. And I think, uh, you know, we've we've done a good job of of uh, bringing a group of guys together that that I know every time they go out they're, they're going to play their tails off and and uh, make the people here at Central Michigan and in the Chippewas proud. Uh, you know, coaching now uh, I imagine even for you has taken a different turn with NIL and you know things off the field. Uh, is it a little different coaching now than it was you know five six seven years ago? Well, I mean, the, the core part of why you get into coaching is, is you know, you want to help kids be successful and, and give, them a, give them a shot in life. And, and uh, you know, that part hasn't changed. Um, you know, I think with, with um, all the different <laughs> things we're seeing, um, you know, it's about adapting. It's about, um, you know, understanding the core values still, you know, you you put everything you have into these players and you know that their ability to go you know make some money with the nil you know i think that's great you know i i think it's long overdue and uh you know the 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 problem is 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 you see some guys that you know you know they're getting bought and uh you know then somebody else owns you and uh you know i think uh it's as we kind of get through all this, I, I think we'll get to a fine balance where it can help everybody. Uh, Mac, I look this up. Um, if I'm wrong on the number, please tell me. I think it's your 10th season as a head coach and over 35 in the coaching profession. Is it still fun to go out on that practice field? Is it still fun to work with young people and coach football? No, I love it. Yeah. Um, no doubt. And, uh, you know, it's it's you know it's been it's been one of those journeys personally where I just you know I got to tell you I'm one of the luckiest guys in the world and uh, you know been given great opportunities and and you know no different the great opportunity I had right there and and uh, you know I I'm I feel blessed and every day we're able to be here and be in the office and be out on the field and be with these players it, it's it's something special. Um, at, give me a, a, a thumbnail of your football team because uh, you won the Sun Bowl a couple of years ago, and as you said, you know, not, not a great year last year. But what do you think the strength of your team might be this year as you're in camp now? Well, you know, our our skill and our speed is is uh, something I'm really excited about on both sides of the ball. And uh, you know, we we uh, we broke in a, a young offensive line. Uh, you know, the year before we lost two guys to 
second and third round draft choices that are you know in the offensive line that both start in the National Football League and and you know this is a place that you know it's very very important that you develop you know you're not going to get the top ranked um, you know star guy um, you know you, you you see him develop and see him work and um, you know we're back on that I think. You know, I, I see some of our young kids that took some lumps a year ago, and and uh, now I just see how much bigger and stronger and, and more experience they have. And, and I'm excited about the future of Central Michigan and the Chippewas. Your schedule is no gimme, Coach. You got <laughs> Michigan State. You got Notre Dame. Uh, New Hampshire won nine last year. You, did you do this schedule, Coach? <laughs> yeah, uh, on the road at South Alabama, I think they won eleven or twelve games. So, um, yeah, it, it's uh, it's definitely something different. But at, at the same time, you know, everybody has uh, has their challenges, and I I just look at it. It's a great challenge for us. I think it's you know the most challenging schedule in the history of this uh, university, and yet. You also got to realize where you're at. Um, you know, for us, um, you know, those schools, and I'm very thankful for them playing us. And, uh, you know, they, they give us a payday that allows us to support the other programs in the athletic department as well. And um, But for our guys, they get a great experience playing in some great venues. And, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll find a lot about who we are and, and what we're all about. Jim McElwain, our guest, coach at Central Michigan, as uh, they are in the midst of getting ready for the start of their season. Uh, everybody wants to know about the quarterback position, coach, and you've got, yeah. I, think, I think, four or five on the roster. Is there a clear leader at that spot? Well, we've got a couple guys battling it out that, that you know, took over a year ago that, you know, were freshmen that, that we feel really good about. They're, they're, they're both very athletic, and, um, you, know, you know, for us, you know, on the outside, being able to kind of take the top off so these guys get an opportunity, you know, um, through some of the play action stuff. I, I feel really good about the targets they've had. We brought some guys in that that are going to help these guys, you know, uh, that can go up and make plays. And, and uh, yeah, they're, they're, uh, this is a fun group, let me tell you. It's, 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 it's fun seeing them grow, and it's, it's fun seeing them compete. Um, but I do. I feel like, um, you know, we'll, we'll come out with a starter, but there'll be a spot for for uh, both these guys. And you know, we've got some uh, young freshmen in here from state of Florida that that's already opening some eyes as well. So the future's bright. I want to end with this. I I saw something on the website that you were quoted, Mac, and and I I want to uh, say this. Uh, he said, you said. The one thing no one ever wanted to do was play Central Mission because of the toughness I think we had. Uh, is that something you're trying to get back? Was that lost a little bit a year ago? Yeah, and I think that was part of the detail we talked about. You know, I think, um, you know, um, at times, you know, when you have success, um, you know, new guys that even come in, it's like, well, it's my turn to play, but this just happens, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't just happen. You know, you, you've got to make sure everybody in the organization understands, you know, how it's been built, um, how you're going to be successful. And for us, 
you know, being able to pick ourselves up and, and uh, get back to that toughness that we had, um, you know, that's something we, uh, we have to do. Been a pleasure to get back in touch with Coach Jim McElwain up at Central Michigan. And as he said, he's got a, a challenging schedule ahead as they get ready to start their season as well. I appreciate you doing this, Jim. Thank you, and stay healthy, okay? No, we will, and, and my best of the Gators. It was a great experience, and obviously Billy is a great friend, and he worked with me and for me, and, and uh, he, he's going to do great things there. Um, no doubt about it. Yeah, I was gonna. I I, I should have asked that because you you have worked uh, together. What what were your thoughts of him? You know, when he did work with and for you. Well, he you know he came with us at uh, Alabama and actually worked as a GA and then uh, um, and then you know my first year at Colorado State he came and was the assistant head coach coached quarterbacks and it, let me tell you something he's a special guy and. Uh, He's uh, he's he's a hell of a football coach and a great person. And uh, I know this he'll he'll be he'll be something that that everybody there will be proud of. You know, he gets his opportunity to put his stamp on it, and, and uh, that was a great hire that they made. Coach, I appreciate you, and uh, good luck this year. And uh, you're welcome back anytime. We'll get you back. Thanks for doing it. Sure, appreciate it. Thanks. You got it, Mac. Yep, thank you. Jim McElwain joining us live here. Um, he really was not healthy last year. Uh, he had uh, some health issues, which and I'm glad he said that uh, he's he's better for it. Um, 12.43, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. With that Netflix special coming up about Urban Meyer's teams here, somebody who played on that team, uh, Cornelius Ingram, will join us, talk about his memories and about his football team, which was really good last year. Should be good again this year. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. The Gators soccer team is in preparation to make their return to the field. The Gators will host Georgia Southern at home this Sunday for an exhibition match at 3 p.m. And following that, the regular season will kick off on August 17th. In football news, football fall camp continues on for the Florida Gators as they gear up for the season opener in Utah coming up in just a few weeks. Also, practice held this Saturday afternoon will be open to the public. In the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the New York Yankees for Game 3 of the midweek showdown tonight. The Rays took Game 2 of the series last night in a 5-2 victory. Catch Game 3 here tonight at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you don't know about the fantastic work being done at the Roadheaver Boys Ranch in Palatka, please give me your attention for a minute. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch houses at-risk young boys from difficult home environments. It's sustained by donated vehicles, boats, and RVs, and just about any kind of vehicle, really. These boys learn to turn troubled lives into futures full of promise, with real-life skills because they repair the vehicles that you donate and they resell them. So if you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, please consider a donation to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch. It is a tax-deductible donation. It does go a long way to help a really great cause and to help these young boys. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. 
If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. This is not a contest. It's a paid advertisement by Family Dream Getaways with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation ownership. Some terms and conditions apply. Airfare not included. If you want to go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, Family Dream Getaways is giving away a magical getaway for just $2.99 to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. If you're between the first 20 callers, you also get a Bahamas cruise. And don't worry about anything ruining your travel plans. We can extend your trip and free cruises for up to two years. Name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. And you'll get Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun for just $2.99 plus a Bahamas cruise. What are you waiting for? Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge auto repair shop. Now looking for qualified auto mechanics to join their growing team. If you're a self-motivated worker with an attitude for excellence, Bush Auto Repair is looking for you. Enjoy competitive pay and a family working environment where they've been keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call 352-372-0372. That's 372-0372 now or at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. The school year is back and no one does after school like Okito America. Martial arts, academic tutoring, Spanish classes, art classes, science classes, sports programs, and free transportation. Classes for ages 5 and up. Locations at 6900 Southwest Archer Road, 7420 West Newberry Road, and opening in August in Alachua. Hurry, sign up at okitoamerica.com today before after-school classes fill up. That's okitoamerica.com. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. You know, one of the great things about doing a show like this for as long as I have is to see uh, young men uh, who mature and grow up and become terrific uh, men. And my next guest is that from watching Cornelius Ingram play in high school, watching him play in college, uh, to becoming a pro, and then coming back to his hometown to be the coach over there at Hawthorne, where he's done such great job in football and basketball. Okay, all those accolades for you, CI, but you're deserving, man. Welcome in. Thanks for doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks for having me, Steve. It's always a pleasure. Um, you know, this, this Swamp Kings thing is going to come up, CI, and I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I'm sure a lot of Gator fans are wondering, you know, exactly what this is going to entail. And what I've tried to do is talk mm-hmm. to some of the guys that played 
you know, during that time, yep. and you certainly fit that bill. So let yep. me start with this. Uh, what are your memories of playing, you know, for Florida at that time under Coach Meyer? I mean, of course, you know, winning national championships and, and SEC championships um, was, was the beauty of it all. Um, but, you know, I, I can remember um, day one when he came in, um, he wanted to set a tone. Um, so there was a time where we end up um, wearing our own workout gear. We would have to take it to our dorms or apartments to wash it ourselves. Um, and then, of course, some guys, you know, they kind of got tired of doing it, so they just started repeating the same workout gear, and it started to smell. <laughs> so um, he got our attention. You know, he wanted us to earn the right to put on the Gator workout gear, and things really started to change. And um, at that time, uh, we really didn't understand what he was doing, but when we look back, um, that helped us win ball games. And uh, um, my experience with Coach Meyer, of course, everyone else um, ha- have their own experience. But my experiences with Coach Meyer um, were great. When when I was there, when I was there, he gave me an opportunity um, when, I, when I changed positions uh, to to you know get the ball, um, be involved in the offense, and he he said it would happen. Um, he loved my athleticism. Um, I was very involved in the offense. Um, and then just outside of that, even as a even as a coach, when I first took over here at Hawthorne, Coach Meyer was one of the first. He's probably the first coach to call me and congratulate me. And at that point in time, he was at Ohio State. Um, we hadn't spoke in a in, in a long time, to be honest, maybe two years, a two year span. And he had my number. He said, "Hey, come by the Lake House in Melrose. I want to have dinner with you." So um, I went over for dinner, Stephen. You know, he gave me some great advice about being a coach. Hey, let your coaches do their job. Let them coach, hmm. right? You can't coach special teams. You can't coach. You can't call all the offensive plays. You can't run the defense. Let your assistant coaches do their job. And I promise you that has helped me in my high school coaching career. That's that's cool to hear. You know, yep. one thing I can clearly remember is Bloody Tuesday, which – you know, you probably couldn't do nowadays here. <laughs> no, no. But, but that, I mean, did it not set a tone? Oh, it definitely set a tone. And, and, and you know, you think back um, about the, the, the talent that was on campus during those years. So a lot of people would ask me even now, you know, what was the toughest game that you played in the SEC? My response would be <laughs> a Tuesdays. game of practice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, a gate of practice because you're talking about a pro at every position on offense, defense, special teams. Where, where we had guys that were going to have an opportunity to play in the National Football League for a long time. That was it was walking around on campus. So uh, bloody Tuesdays were very intense. Um, we really got out there, and when you talk about some of the most competitive guys I've ever been around, not only players but a coaching staff as well. So that brought out the best in us. Um, it worked for us, but like you said, uh, of course, uh, they can't do that kind of thing nowadays. See, I with you know, look, we we all know there were some things off the field, you know, that were going on mm-hmm. as well. Um, was that mm-hmm. recognized in the locker room? Uh, did players really care that was going on? What, what was the sense of that? I mean, most most of the things were addressed. Um, 
And 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 I'll be honest, in no way I'm comparing myself to a, a, a head college coach, you know, especially not at a power five school, but like I do everything in my community. And there's a lot of times where I can't save all of my guys. Um and and you know, we're we're holding our guys accountable. Of course, Coach Meyer, he tried to hold everyone accountable um in the program. So uh, as a man, as a as a young man, right, you got to understand right from wrong. You got to try to do um, things the best that you can, and and you know it was a lot of pressure. I can't even imagine the pressure that he had. You're talking about again guys who were rated high, um, all of the egos in the locker room, um, and he still you know made things happen for us to buy in uh, for one common goal. Uh, but things were addressed. Um, Coach Amari, he did a great job with trying to make sure everybody was going to class, doing the right things on and off the field. Uh, but at the end of the day, we got to take it upon ourselves to, to, to finish the task. So uh, for me, you know, the Netflix documentary is is um, a little sensitive because, you know, a lot of the guys I play with, um, when they reached out to me to do it, um, I turned it down because I I still know a lot of these guys that I played with. I know their families, whether they're here or not. You know, I know their families, so I didn't want to say anything out of the way. I have a lot of respect for for you know the families and the other people that that are be involved with this Netflix documentary, and I didn't want to say anything out of the way. So, uh, yeah, I turned it down to just you know stay out the way. Okay, let's turn the page here and talk about your team. Uh, after a mm-hmm. terrific season last year, you're you know out there practicing now. Uh, early yeah. on here, well, what do you think of your team? Um, great day three. We just got off the field maybe um, maybe twenty minutes ago. Great day three for us. Um, no championship hangover. Um, it, it started during the off season. It definitely started during the off season, and uh, I think we 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 had a great one. Um, and we were able to kind of trans translate that over to to practice when we started officially on Monday. Um, but but I'm excited, man. I have a lot of shoes to fill. But even last year, you know, during games, we played a, a lot of our young guys. They played a lot. They played a key role for us. Now a lot of them are stepping up in the in the key roles as a starter now. Um, and I told them on Monday when we officially started, put all the press on me. You guys go out relax and have fun. We'll figure this thing out as we go. And we have a lot of good returning players. Um, We'll be ready to play. I promise you that. Um, So I'm excited about where we are. And, again, it's very early, but uh, we'll continue to improve, um, and we should have another good season. You know, you just – I'll end CI with this. You said something, and I guess it's it's not a bad thing when – if you're – you're not worried, but if you have a, a hangover to worry about after you did what you did last year, but isn't that also part of you know returning guys that maybe went through that for them to also yeah. understand that it's it's done and, and it's a new year? <laughs> Absolutely. I, I kid you not, Steve. I think our first official day of summer workouts, early June, um, my returning players, they thought I was crazy. <laughs> I probably yelled and screamed for an hour, an hour and a half in the weight room while we were working out. You know, just you know, letting them know that hey, that wasn't your state championship. Jalen Ruth, who actually enrolled at Vanderbilt early, 
a great defensive end for me, I say that was his state championship. You got to go get your own. Moselle Williams, he's up at Rutgers playing offensive tackle. That was his state championship. You got to go get your own. So we actually kind of trained with a chip on our shoulder all offseason. And you have to do these things, man, because not only the kids can get complacent, but, you know, they hear, oh, you're going to repeat from everyone. And, and people don't understand how hard it is just to make the playoffs. And, right, you, you have to stay healthy during the course of the season, the, the right play calling, the right everything. You know, it's a lot that goes into a season. Um, and I always just try to tell my guys to remain humble and just work hard. Everything you work for, I'm pretty sure it'll come to you. Remain humble and work hard. And it's really, it's really that simple. But uh, we train with a chip on our shoulder. I think that helped us out a lot um, going into the season. And my guys will definitely be ready to play. Always appreciate you, and uh, we'll talk a lot as the season get, uh, gets ready here. But uh, and 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 I know the you know I can I can certainly understand why you know Netflix thing you know it's it could be sensitive, yep. but I appreciate you sharing here. <laughs> yep. So always appreciate Absolutely. you, man. Yep, thank you. Yep, thanks a lot, Steve. You got it, Ci Cornelius Ingram. I, I'm going to say something here, and I hope you'll indulge me. He he, he is such a, a terrific young man. He is a role model. He does things the right way. I, I was coaching middle school when he walked out and began to coach at the middle school level, and I was so surprised to see him. And look what he's done. Look what he's done. Um, he, he's done so much for kids, his community, um, and uh, he's just a pleasure to, uh, to see uh, do well. That's our first hour. Our thanks to CI uh, and to Jim McElwain for joining us. At the top of the hour, another Gator great, Ahmad Black, is going to talk about uh, the Netflix thing and uh, his time here. And then we'll take questions, calls, and comments from you. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. getting worse. How about that pain in your shoulder or hip or back? Don't let them tell you steroids and surgery are your only options. Take my advice now and call QC Kinetics. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics can make that pain go away with all natural advanced regenerative medicine. They're helping people here every day with these amazing natural treatments that restore and repair damaged joint tissue. It's like turning back the clock. Regenerative medicine uses concentrated healing agents from your own body to stimulate that damaged tissue in your joints so they can work like they're supposed to, and there's zero downtime. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in this exciting medical breakthrough. Patients here are getting real lasting relief and are saying no to surgery and drugs. If you have pain due to injury or arthritis, this is a remarkable option you need to check out, and the consultation is free. Now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550, 352-400-4550, QC Kinetics.
Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako and Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Medicaid covered many Floridians during the public health emergency, but now for many, that coverage may end. If you are in jeopardy of losing your health coverage, don't worry. You may qualify for affordable health insurance through the Federal Health Insurance Marketplace. Navigators are ready to help you find the most affordable coverage option. This help is always free and confidential. Visit us at CoveringFlorida.org to learn more. That's CoveringFlorida.org. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Hour 2 of Sports Scene commences now. We thank you for making time out of your busy day to join us and talk some sports. Ailey is our producer today. We thank him for his work uh, our phone number to call, as always, 392-8255. You can also email the program, srussell at wruf.com. But uh, first things first here, to start the hour, um, you, you know that Netflix Swamp Kings uh, series is going to come up very soon. Uh, we've tried to talk to different people who are either part of it, who actually were interviewed for it, or were on the team, and Ahmad Black uh, is uh, one of those guys who's in both. He was actually interviewed for it, and of course, a member of those teams with Urban Meyer. Ahmad, man, it's good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm great, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate Thanks you doing this. It's been a while. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, I'm going to let you talk about what you're doing now, too, uh, real shortly here. But um, you were part of this. Uh, when you were interviewed for this, uh, what was your sense of where it was going? Did you get a sense of that? Yeah. So we even wait. I mean, this this has been some years in the making. Um, you know, let me just say that we we've been. I mean, we've been talking on, you know, group chats and you know, video chats. You know, with like half of our team on you know, Facetimes for like years since like literally like 2019, possibly. And um, we were just trying to get it right. We wanted to do something that will be memorable, um, that, you know, didn't shine us in the bad light, but kind of highlighted, you know, what we did and what made us so special as a group. Because there have been a lot of special football teams, especially at the University of Florida, but what made this group different? Um, and, you know, they had to, you know, let us know that, you know, it's going to be some down in it, right? But that only just makes, you know, makes it better as far as, you know, what we're able to accomplish with everything going on. Um, when you were actually in the locker room, Ahmad, you know, sometimes you're, you know, you're 20, 21, whatever you are, 18, 19, um, and you guys had Bloody Tuesday, you had the pit, which you can never do now, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but did that, did you guys understand what Urban was trying to do you know, with Mickey Marotti doing what he did. Did you guys get it back then? It's so weird because now we look back and we, you know, you know, at that time we were like, hey, you know, this is what college football is. 
when in reality, that's not what college football was. We were doing stuff differently, but that's what made us really, really, really good was because we were going the extra mile. We were getting the extra. Mm. We had the best, you know, strength and conditioning staff that anyone can assemble, you know, in college football at the time. And Mick Marotti just made it, you know, made it better. He made us push and he made us better every single day. So we thought that was the norm. We didn't know they were preparing us to go out and kick someone's butt that Saturday, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just had CI on, and he made a great point. He said, you know, when we were out practicing, there was probably a pro guy either alongside me or defending me or on the offense. It must have, I mean, it must have been incredible to be surrounded by the talent you were surrounded by at that point. I just let everybody think about this, all right? So a seven-on-seven period, right? We would do red zone seven on seven or, you know, wherever. But riddle, riddle this, right? You have Joe Hayden at corner. You have Janoris Jenkins at the other corner. You have Major Wright at safety. You got Ahmad Black at safety. You got Will Hill at the nickel. You got Brandon Spikes in the middle. <laughs> My We're point. going against Heisman Trophy winning quarterback, either Rainier Dixon, the running back, Hernandez at tight end, Percy Harvin at wide receiver. Lewis Murphy, a wide receiver. Brandon James in the slot. That's ridiculous. It's freaking ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it is. But that's that was the competition, and that was the level and, 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 of talent. It's like iron. It's like iron sharpening iron. You know. And at that time, again, we thought we were just playing football and getting better, not knowing that this offense that we're playing against right now in practice is 15 times better than the offense that we're going to play this Saturday. And vice versa, with you know the defense, the offense looking at our defense. Like no one has secondary like ours, and the freaking Dunlap and Trotow and those guys coming off the edge with Cunningham. Like they didn't have that, right? So I think that's what made us better. I think we were our own competition, right? As far as making each other better every single day, you know, day in and day out. I mean, we never want to get outdid by the offense, and they didn't want to get outdid by us. And you know, that's what made us better. And, you know, I, I can't say enough about that team and, you know, that coaching staff. I mean, we talk about the players all the time. But it was like maybe five head coaches on that staff that yeah. eventually got head coaching jobs. Literally. Right? Yeah. So we got to talk about the freaking all-star coaching staff that we had as well. Um, and it, it, we all just chilled and, 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 you know, made a phenomenal team. And that's what this Netflix is all about, this, this show and this series, is, is how we were able to do that amongst some of the – things that we got riffraff for, you know, the arrest and whatnot. So I, I asked uh, a couple of guys who've done this, and I'll ask you the same thing, Ahmad. Um, you know, when you're that age, I mean, look, you know, kids do things and, you know, you look back and why did I do that? Was there yeah. any sense in the locker room that there were any off-field issues at all? Was that, was that even a thought process with what was going on? <laughs> I mean... We just we looked at it as kids being kids at times. You know, some of those crimes are, you know, more severe than others. I will tell you that, you know. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're brothers. You know, we get that freaking text on Saturday or Sunday afternoon saying team meeting at 6 p.m. We're like, all right, I might have did it again, you know. <laughs> we didn't have social media like it is now, right? And, um, you know, but, you know, we all stuck together. You know, when one person messed up, man, we got the team to rally around each other and, um, you know, we, we locked arms and, you know, when Urban would say lock arms and, and don't let anyone in, that's what we did. And, 
you know, some again, some of those crimes were, were bigger than others, but, you know, I, I think at the end of the day, it was a learning process. But, again, when you're so good, right, and, you know, people want to tear it down. People want to figure out why, you know, and start really looking deep into it. You know, we, you know, I mean, there were, you know, quite a few arrests. But, um, you know, I don't want to undermine what we did on the field with that. No. Um, you, you mentioned all those names who played in the NFL, uh, including you. And yeah. w- was there a sense, was there ever, uh, it didn't look like, what well, like you said, the defense wanted to shine, offense wanted to shine, but in the end, uh, did Urban make it where you guys were, you know, a team going up against somebody else? Yeah, absolutely. Urban was a, a firm believer of the, the, the practices are harder than the games. And I, there's no doubt in my mind that you, you know, you you would think that, right? When we go to practice and practicing against these guys, and we're going against a freaking South Carolina team who, you know, no disrespect to South Carolina, I'm just throwing them out there. Um, you know, not nearly as much talent-wise, you know, than us. Um, but again, you know, it, it was a team effort, and we always knew it was all about the team. So, you know, when we line up against each other and they blow the whistle, it's us against, you know, the offense. But Thursday come, it, we're done, right? We get ready, prepared, get prepared for that Saturday game, and, and, and it's, it's, it's war against them, right? And, and now we're locking arms and we're going out and fighting together. Last thing for you. Um, I don't know if anybody on those teams could have seen that it would unravel so quickly. I mean, 2009 could have been another championship year had a, you know something happened the right way. Uh, yeah. But then when, when, when Coach Mike, he was so intense, as you know, um, could, you, could any of the players see where you know, he was losing weight or he was you know, this or that? Could, could anybody see that when you were playing? My senior year, um, you kind of can – so I feel like when I look back and think of like certain instances where me and him would talk, um, I mean, I talked to the coach every single day. You got to understand, that was my, you know, my, by then that was my senior year. And, you know, I'm one of the guys that been doing it for a long time, right? I was a starter since my sophomore year. So, um, we kind of – you know, we trusted each other. Even to this day, you know, we still freaking – I, I talked to Coach Meyer maybe two or three times a week. And, um, you know, he – Little things he would do, little things he would say, um, the small things that, you know, some of the freshmen would, would piss him off with. Um, but, again, you know, those guys were young, right? We got to talk about that freshman class. That At that time was the number one freshman class ever, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, they just had to grow up a little bit. They were some great players like Matt Elam, you know, Sharif Floyd, Easley. You know, that class was pretty loaded, right? Yeah. And, you know, but, you know, it, it had got to a point where, you know, he, Coach Mike had the, you know, health issues and whatnot. And, you know, it just all kind of ran together. And I, I think, you know, no one, like you said, no one expected that unraveling like the way it did. I promise you. But, uh, you know, you, you know, everything happens for a reason. So, Tell folks what you're doing now. Oh, I am a uh, passing coordinator. I am the DB coach at Lakeland High School. It's my second year at Lakeland. Um, we won state last year. Um, I sent what six guys to school. Uh, sent one to Colorado. Had the number one corner in the country last year. Um, he went to Colorado. My other corner was first team all state. Both of them were first team all state. He went to Pitt. Um, one of my safeties is Arkansas State. Arkansas State. 
and and uh, looks like he is at uh, East Carolina. Send another guy to another guy to Arkansas State, and then one more to FAMU. So um, we're just trying to. I mean, we we lost a lot last year. Well, he had 31 seniors last year, so we're just trying to turn things around and you know try to do you know what everyone's trying to do and have the ultimate goal of is, is win another state championship. Um, I, I, I've known you for so long, and I've never asked you this because I mean, when you you know you have played there, and were you did you always want to coach after your career ended? Um, I just like ball. You know, I I, I love football. Let me just tell you, my ultimate dream ever will be now will be to coach at the University of Florida. I mean, that will you know, yeah. um, especially with the guys there now. I mean, that would, I mean that would be freaking amazing, right? Going in and freaking Liverpool Court Raymond every day, you know, and just <laughs> right. you know, I was I just was in the back of the room and just freaking learn, you know, and I'm a sponge with everyone, and then you know, you, you know, I, I, that would be amazing. Um, but you know, I always just want to be around ball and um, at, you know. Florida, I think, is, is, is the premier college football, right? You know, it's on that tier with, you know, some of the great the great teams. But maybe one day, I, you know, I'll get to the college level. But right now, you know, high school is where I'm at, and I enjoy it. I just enjoy being being around football. I enjoy, you know, the excitement of the game. And it's just the, the, the air feels a little bit different. It smells a little different when football comes around. I like that. No doubt. Uh, is Napier the right guy for the job in your view? Yes. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know, you haven't even had a freaking whole recruiting cycle, right? Yep. You know, I hear all kind of foolishness, but you know, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> Rome wasn't built in the day, so that is true. Uh, I'm willing to take take our bumps and bruises with the guy we got in there now. He's a great guy. I might always appreciate you, man, and I know you're enjoying coaching. And we'll see what this yeah. uh, what this thing uh, ends up being when Gator fans see it. But thanks for taking the time, as always, man. Absolutely, man. Thanks for having me. You got thanks, Ahmad. Ahmad Black, uh, good dude, and uh, he's coaching, and he's coaching at a terrific place. And as he said, you know, think about it. Cornelius Ingram, state champion. Ahmad Black, state champion. Both coaching. Pretty good. One fifteen. Time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. We'll open the phone lines up. ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now. On ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Emma Pastis. The Tampa Bay Rays will take on the New York Yankees for Game 3 of the Midweek Showdown tonight. The Rays took Game 2 of the series last night in a 5-2 victory. Catch Game 3 here tonight at 6.30. Also, football fall camp continues on for the Florida Gators as they gear up for the season opener in Utah coming up in just a few weeks. Also, practice held this Saturday afternoon will be open to the public. In soccer news, the Gators soccer team is in preparation to make their return to the field. The Gators will host Georgia Southern at home this Sunday for an exhibition match at 3 p.m. And following that, the regular season will kick off on August 17th. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Emma Pastis. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. When it's the hottest day of the summer. But it's the hottest day of the summer. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
get the bugs out of your car. Oh, yeah, you can feel it. The hot Florida summer's upon us. And where do you feel it the worst? Well, in your vehicle, of course, unless you can reach over and dial in an icy blast of AC. If the air conditioning in your car isn't keeping you cool, take a ride and visit my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. And of course, AC isn't all they do. They can take care of your whole car, from brakes, tires, even engines and transmission work. And my favorite part is their honesty and work ethic. After all, there's a reason they've been in business since 1975. Take it from me, Steve Russell, there's no place else I trust my vehicle to. Located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. New sneakers, fresh backpack, three spiral bound notebooks, check, check, check and the feeling of knowing you're ready to take on the challenge. I got this. Now that's empowering. Let Radiant Credit Union empower you with 5,000 bonus points when you spend $100 during the first 45 days of opening a credit card with us. But hurry, this offer ends August 31st. Visit radiantcu.org empowering to get started. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's Key Lime Shake Season. Try one right now. And try the Herb Chicken Burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Worn-out tires are a danger to you, your passengers, and other drivers. TireRack.com reminds you to inspect your tires regularly. Grab a quarter. Stick it in the tread, and if you can see the top of Washington's head, it's time to replace. Go to my page, TireRack.com slash Dan. Use the Tire Decision Guide to find the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of Continental Tires and tread confidently. TireRack.com. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash match. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. A little while ago, if you didn't listen, we had former Gator coach and current Central Michigan football coach Jim McElwain on the program live. Uh, Andrew said, uh, hope he has a good year. No one can take his two East Division championships while he was here. Had some good memories people still bring up while he was here. Yeah, there, I mean, there are others who uh, wouldn't agree uh, with that assessment. But, um, you know, he, he did win those. Can't take those away. We'll open the phone lines, 392-8255. You can email uh, Russell at WRUF.com. Later in the week, Herm Edwards will join us from ESPN to talk a little National Football League. He'll be here on Friday working on a couple of other guests 
uh, tomorrow and Friday as well. Uh, Tennessee Mike, hello. Hey, Steve. Great interview there. I've got a couple of random questions about the Arab era and an expansion question for you. Okay. Um, Steve, uh, well, first off, just off the totally out of left field, do you think Tebow could have played for Spurrier, or do you think he was just tailor-made for Urban Meyer's offense? No, he could not have played for Spurrier. J- different yeah, I agree with you. I mean, whatever you think about Tebow, yeah, whatever you think about Tebow, maybe he could have transitioned to a different position, but I don't think he was a good enough passer to play for Spurrier. I just kind of wonder what you would say to that. Yeah, and, and, I, and I think the knock, and this brings up uh, kind of a wound, Mike, in, in, with some in Gator Nation because – Look, we can look at Tim Tebow's career. You know, he's a first-round draft choice. Was he a great NFL quarterback? No. There were certainly throws that in that I was told from coaches that Tim was not good at making. But what the, the brilliance of the coaching staff at the time was, they knew what he could do, and they understood his limitations, and so they took advantage of what he could do, and that's what good coaches, in my opinion, yeah. should do. I guess you would say he was the right guy at the right time in the right offense, sure. and I'm a pretty fair guy. I mean, let's don't forget, Tebow got the Broncos to the playoffs somehow at one time. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Um, second question, Steve, pretty it up, spit it out. I've heard this referenced a bunch. What the hell is the pit? Just spit it out. The pit is an area that you went to if you were injured, um, and or and, and it was a, on the sidelines, and they would have things set up there for you to do uh, with tires and, you know, things to help, quote, rehab you, unquote. And there was certainly mm-hmm. some of that. But that was also a place where if you were a player, you wanted to get out of. Yeah. Because so you, was... you were working just as hard there and you wanted to go play. So the, the incentive was get out. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get it. So the motivation was get back on the field yes. as quick as you can. Yes. Um, may, maybe just a maybe punishment, maybe not. But the reason it wouldn't fly today, I guess, is because you couldn't work out supposedly injured players. Yeah, there's a lot of things. I mean, just you know, you, bloody Tuesday, you know, all of that. Um, you know, with the limitations you have now, there, you just, in my opinion, right. you but, couldn't do that now. But I mean, we all know about the Oklahoma drill bull in the ring and all that. But the reason you couldn't do it is because you can't. When a dude says he's injured, you pretty much just have to go gloves off. Yep. That, that's yeah, okay. my opinion, yes. Yeah, okay. Hey, uh, Steve, one um, uh, expansion question for you real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I think we all know this stuff goes on behind smoke-filled rooms, big money, poobahs, college presidents and everything. Has Florida ever made an official statement about um, Florida State and or Miami joining the league? I think most people assume that Florida doesn't want that to happen, but has, has anything – has Strickland ever told you or anything – has Florida ever said anything about one way or the other about Florida State or, and or Miami joining the league? No. Uh, and 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 I actually um, not even unofficial. Uh, I'm sure uh, at the athletic association uh, in a in a meeting of whoever uh, could this be a, a, a discussion point or a topic of discussion? Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm not naive enough to think that that would not possibly happen, Mike. But nothing official. I think you know, knowing Strickland as I do, and even knowing Jeremy Foley as I did, I think. You know, he would leave that, you know, it, they would make their position known to the commissioner at the time, who, you know, Sankey in this case. Um, and then if something happened to where they felt they needed to make a statement, they would, but they would not uh, strike first in that, if you will. Steve, do you have a personal view on whether you'd like to see the big two 
in or out of the SEC? Big two, how do you mean? Uh, Florida State, Miami. Would you have a personal opinion on no. it? No. A, nobody cares about what my opinion is when it comes to that. And, and B, I, I think as a fan, you have to trust whoever the commissioner is to make the best decision that's going to be possible for the league. Now, I'll say this, Mike, depending on who the person is, right, what, what does Florida State bring? I, I, you're just using those two teams, right? What does Florida yeah. State bring? Okay, they don't bring a big TV market. Uh, Miami certainly does that. Is that a factor? Not as much as it used to be, but it's still a factor. Um, so, I mean, I just, I'm not naive enough to think, because I do think super conferences are coming. I don't think it's going to come next year. I think it's going to happen. Uh, do I think Florida State and Miami reside in a super conference with Florida? I think the chances are probably 50-50 of that. Okay. Let me leave you like this, Steve, and see if you agree with me. I think we all know as SEC fans, the SEC is the best football league, best players and all that. But the Big Ten Network does deliver more from the Big Ten Network to their member institutions. And I just think it would be a shame to pick up the newspaper one day. Yeah, the short term, yeah, hey, guys, you're you're out of the party. You can't come. We're SEC. We're better. But after that buzz wears off, I just think it would be a shame to see Florida State and Miami in the Big Ten instead of the SEC. Okay. Appreciate you, Mike. Thank you for your call. Yep. 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Steven says the USA women's soccer team refused to sing the national anthem against Portugal while the Portuguese team sang with obvious pride. Sad and embarrassing, in my opinion. Uh, a couple, I think, did. Uh, but overall, you were right. Um, I want to be careful where I tread here because it's a subject that I'll say this. You would think if you are representing whatever country you're representing that you'd be proud to do so. And I would say this as well. Just because you don't sing a national anthem doesn't mean you're un-American. Just because you don't sing a national anthem doesn't mean you're not proud of representing your team. But is it a good look? No, of course it isn't. If you have if you have a camera panning one team and they're all singing and the other camera's panning and you have a team that, you know, isn't for the most part, I mean it, it isn't a good optic, it isn't a good look. Um BB says, hope the takeaway we all get from the McElwain interview today is that coaches have their own struggles and are human. Love the CI interview. Workout Gear Story gives a whole different take on the team getting stronger. Uh, with the NFL, at the end of the season, who ends up with more wins on their record? Sean Payton's new team, the Broncos, or my previous team, the Saints? I think the Broncos. Uh, Alabama plays their 2023 tougher games in Tuscaloosa. They have Texas early, then later Tennessee, then an open date, then LSU at home. I think they finish higher than five. The question for me is their quarterback. Uh, who we all saw last year, you know, what a good quarterback they had, and they still didn't win it. And they went out and went to the portal because they felt that they still needed some help. So I don't know. I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens there. 
Tom says Pac-12 survives for a while, will have minimal power among the Power Five. They still have several impactful teams in the conference. Ultimately, we may, we may end up with two super conferences down the road. Seems like college football is headed to a model structure, much like the NFL, with a different revenue source. Thank you, Tommy. 129, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Daryl, get right to you. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Cloaked in orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. What you can say about how the procedures have affected my life is that they haven't. I lose track of which teeth are my real teeth and which are the implants and which have crowns and which don't. They don't give me pain and I'm able to use them and I'm 71 years old and you know I can still eat steak and apples and whatever else I want to eat. What I would like people to know about exceptional dentistry is that it's a, just a good place to come to have dental work done. From the staff, through the physicians, through the dentists, um, they're top notch. I, I just don't think you could find a better place to have dental work done than exceptional dentistry. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. This is not a contest. It's a paid advertisement by Family Dream Getaways with the purpose of soliciting sales of vacation ownership. Some terms and conditions apply. Airfare not included. If you want to go on a family vacation to Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun, Family Dream Getaways is giving away a magical getaway for just $2.99 to the first callers that can name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Do you know it? An animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. If you're between the first 20 callers, you also get a Bahamas cruise. And don't worry about anything ruining your travel plans. We can extend your trip and free cruises for up to two years. Name an animal that lays eggs and is not a bird. And you'll get Orlando, Las Vegas, or Cancun for just $2.99 plus a Bahamas cruise. What are you waiting for? Call now. 1-800-249-9129. 1-800-249-9129. Hey, Bill. Is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Sunny skies will take us into the afternoon. Temperatures today topping off just around the 90 degree mark. Now we do have a pattern shift at play today. Winds will come inland from the Atlantic Ocean. So storms today starting off near the I-95 corridor. They'll push inland and west during the evening. Storms should be isolated to scattered in coverage. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. And the first thing I thought when I saw that Justin Herbert's getting five years for $260 million, Joe Burrow, come on down. He knows 
that that's the minimum right now. And the good news for the Bengals is, in my opinion, you are going to spend that money and you know he's worth it. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9 right here on WRUF. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues. Here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Tomorrow, we're actually going to have a segment about what was just talked about because Gator Jim thank you Ailey uh, says Florida doesn't want Florida State in the SEC and it goes way back should the SEC offer FSU Lane Fenner would be even more out of bounds you gotta go way back for that one Um, but maybe I'll ask you that as fans would you want Miami and Florida State in the SEC we'll talk about that uh, tomorrow. All right, let's bring Daryl to the show. Daryl, hi. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Hey, Daryl. I got two things. Um, the USA Women's Soccer and then CI. CI first. I'm kind of torn with him because I, I love what he's doing. I know him personally. Um, my son played against him way back in the day when he was in high school. Um, you know, if he continues doing what he's doing there at Hawthorne, helping that community, bringing, you know, just bringing so much to that community. Then also, I like to see him in that orange and blue on the coaching sideline because I know that's something he probably wants to do. And I know he's got a son that's his, his junior there coming up to be a senior or something this year or the following year. So it's kind of torn if I wanted to leave Hawthorne because it'd be kind of like what Dion did out there at Jackson State. Once he leaves, kind of you know things may have kind of you know back up a little bit. And then the USA Soccer for the the, the ladies. Is there any issue with, because I know once before in an interview somewhere, I don't know if it was your show or maybe a national show, their pay level yep. is not on what the men make. Right. And I know that the ladies were upset with that, you know, with the United States not, you know, supporting them, you know, financially, like to support the men. Has that got something you think to do with them not, you know, singing the national anthem? I don't know the answer to that, but my my first gut response would be no. Okay. Because you're, you, if you're, if you're looking at that, right, you're talking about your country versus right. an organization, right? Okay. So in other words, let's go golf. If I'm in the Ryder Cup, I may have a problem with Live Golf or the PGA, but I'm still representing my country. Does that make sense? Right. So yeah, it makes sense, but with them having the love of soccer. I kind of I I see what you're saying there, but I, I don't know. I just think you know we all you know everybody should be equal, but I know that money was an issue at one point. It was. It wasn't getting. It, it was. Yeah. And and again, I I don't follow the sport, uh, and and as as much as you know some other people do. So if you right. believe I'm wrong in answering Daryl's question, um, please uh, enlighten me. Okay, but I appreciate it, Steve. Let's, I'm trying to like I say, CI. What's your feeling on him? Because I really like him. I like what he's doing. I like who he is as a person. And it's just, you know, if you come out of the community and then go stand on that Gator sideline, which I would love both, you know, both of them. But, hmm. Well, 
And what's your? I, I said it earlier when he was here. Um, I, I've known him a long time. Right. Uh, I was coaching middle school football when CI walked on the field. I didn't know he was trying to get into it because uh, we were playing a Hawthorne, a team from Hawthorne, and I just said, right. you know, what are you doing? He, ah, when I try to coach. So to see, you know, what he's done uh, as a coach, uh, he's gone back. You know, he, he could have gone other places to coach, obviously. Right. Uh, but he chose to go back home and do it. I mean, do I think he'll be there, you know, for the rest of his life? If I had to guess, I'd say no. I, I right. certainly think he would want a chance to coach at the college level, and I would imagine coach here as Ahmad Black, you know, just pointed out a little while ago, coaching at, down in Lakeland. So. Right. I, either way, uh, he's just a terrific. Forget forget him as a coach, Daryl. Right. He's a good dude, and that's absolutely that's the bottom line. Now, wherever you see him at, he's going to give you a handshake. He's going he's going to give you. You know, he's just a down home, genuine person. I mean, I've seen him, you know, in the community. I've seen him at basketball games, wherever. And he's just. Uh, I remember him being like LeBron back in the day because he played. My son played against him, and he was at that age. I don't know, 13, whatever it is. He's playing above the rim at that age. I mean, he was literally above the rim and the only one that was able to do it at that time. So, But I just remember him. But he's a good kid, man, good guy. He's he cool. is, and, and I think what, what he combines is old school. You know, right. he, he, you know, a lot of coaches talk about accountability. Well, he lives it. Uh, so right. he does it kind of old school that way, but also understands young athletes. And and that's yeah, a balancing these, act sometimes that's difficult to attain. Right. With these new rules, I see some kids on the Twitter feed the other day, you got like four or five kids coming from North Marion, you know, gonna be playing with him this year. Yep. So they wanna play with him, man. He's 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 uh he's doing great. But I appreciate you, Steve. Okay, man. Thank you, Daryl. Appreciate your call. Uh let's see here. Dawn says the guy commented about the women's soccer team not singing the national anthem and calling him un American and an embarrassment is a sexist jerk. I want to I want him to call after the men's soccer team doesn't sing. The national basketball team doesn't sing, etc. I guarantee it won't happen. It will not bother that guy in any way. And you didn't really disagree with him. Your response was kind of wimpy. No, it's not wimpy, it's what I think. That's what I, I, I answered his question, Don. It's to me, this is not about sex. It's like I said, right? He asked about this particular inst- instance, so let's take it if the men's soccer team didn't do it. I say the same thing. It's not a good look. If the other team, men, women, whoever it is, is singing the national anthem and that team isn't, it's not a good look. Men or women, okay? Make that so it's understood. David, hello. Good afternoon, Steve. Hi, David. Hey, you know, talking about the uh, the women's paper. Same thing with the WNBA. All right, David, got a call back because your phone is uh, in the water somewhere. Um, but hopefully, uh, yeah, BB says the soccer team got equal pay. But I think the point he was making was that they were lobbying for that, and it took a while to get. And that is certainly true. Uh, Drew says, Tennessee Mike referenced the Big Ten paying out better than the SEC. Same thing yesterday on Jeff and Pat's show. Important to understand it's that way because the Big Ten has the most recently negotiated rights deal. That's true. Uh, Comparable to a top-tier quarterback in the NFL who signs the most recent deal, 
the last conference, particularly the Big Ten and the SEC, will have the most lucrative deal. When the SEC negotiates a new TV deal, it'll be bigger than the Big Ten's, probably significantly. Yes, that is true. I mean, the, what he said is factual, but what you're saying, Drew, uh, also is probably, I mean, nothing is guaranteed because we all know how markets change, but in the, in the world, uh, that would probably certainly uh, be the case. William says, does the Pac-12 survive? It's a relative question. The league will survive, but the devil's in the details. I think it'll be an undesirable, it'll be all the undesirable teams like a Washington State and Mountain West teams who get called up from double-A, if you will. The league was doomed from the get-go a decade ago when they created their own network and none of the major carriers picked it up. It's been a series of missteps since. Um, and uh, he wanted to know and said he appreciated what uh, Coach Mack would say. Uh, and it was good uh, to have him here. And Stephen, uh, Dawn, Stephen's responding. He says, I feel the exact same way about the men. Um, I just read the emails. That, that's my job. And then if asked to comment, I do. Um, but like I said, I'll just end that conversation. It's, as I said earlier, not a good look either way. Uh, Sam says, you never did say where CBS had Florida ranked. I didn't. 41st. 41st is where they had Florida ranked. And there were a lot of SEC teams ahead of them, obviously. Um, but once again, that's that's wonderful to see. Um, but, you know, we'll figure it out. Um, 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Uh, George has a, a baseball question. Um, uh, he says, A, he said, Steve, love the show. I know a lot of people don't talk baseball, but I have two questions. A, how badly are you suffering today as a Mets fan? I'm not at all. The Mets did the right thing. They weren't going to contend, and, and they are basically working out of a monetary system that nobody else is. And what does that prove? Just because you have the most money to spend doesn't mean you win. They won 100 games last year, folks. And then they went out and spent, you know, a billion dollars. It wasn't a billion. Did you get my point? And look, look where they are. They lost to the Royals last night. They did right to do what they did. And B... Uh, he says, what team made out the best? Ooh. I think the two Texas teams did pretty well. I think the Rangers and the Astros uh, are, are going for it. The team that I admire, I guess if that's the right word, is the Angels. They had the toughest decision to make here because of Otani. Because if they traded him... What would they get in return if now he can become a free agent and get nothing but a compensatory pick? That's it. That's it. So they're they're hoping, and they're still not in the playoffs today. If the playoffs started today, they'd be out. So, but they're going for it, and I think their fan base probably appreciates that. Now, if they don't make it, 
and they lose Otani, that won't be good. But I but Otani has come out and said he wants to play for a winner, and hopefully getting to the playoffs will entice him to at least stay if you're an Angels fan. 145, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Ellie Shreve. Gators football continues fall camp as they prepare for their season opener later this month in Utah. The Gators will hold an open practice on Saturday from 2.30 to 4.30 in the Swamp. Also in Gator football news, offensive lineman Keontae Goodwin is in the transfer portal. The Gators soccer team is also preparing to make their return to the field and will host Georgia Southern in an exhibition match this Sunday at home at 3 p.m. The NFL's first preseason game, the Hall of Fame game, is tomorrow. Aaron Rodgers and the New York Jets will take on the Cleveland Browns. Meanwhile, in Major League Baseball, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Yankees tonight with coverage right here at 6.30. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Ellie Shree. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com. Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Hey, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. Try one right now. And try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, a Florida-raised beef original Big Dick with hot fries. Open seven days a week. Worthwhile, wholesome, fast food. Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. Hold up. You're using Swiffer Power Mop? (laughs) What would mom say? Oh, she'd be like, a mopping bucket is the only way to deep clean your floors. And I'd be like, mom, this is the new Swiffer Power Mop. The all-in-one that gets you a mopping bucket clean in half the time. She'd never believe you. I'd say, look, the solution's built right in, so no heavy bucket. And the pad has hundreds of scrubbing strips to get into grout lines. That's why you're the smart one. Really? What? Mom said it. The new Swiffer Power Mop. Don't mop harder. Mop smarter. Coming this fall, Chapter 2 of the Billy Napier era begins. Rising out of the shotgun with Bernard off his right hip, looking to throw, guns it for the end zone. Intercepted! Amari Birdie just intercepted it! One yard in the end zone! Right here, on your home for the three-time national champions. The Gators are going to win the football game on a takeaway by Amari Birdie. ESPN 98.1 FM. 850 AM, WRUF, your radio home for the Florida Gators.
This is Kevin Cash of the Tampa Bay Rays, and you're listening to Gainesville's only home for Rays baseball. ESPN 98, 1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Not to... uh belabor the point about the women's soccer team. I will say this. Uh, I was just sent an article that Jason Whitlock wrote, uh, and he just blasted uh, women's soccer, rightly, wrongly. He's entitled to his opinion. Uh, But what was interesting to me was what Carly Lloyd said. Remember, You have to have a little luck. I I don't care what sport you're in. Usually, if you win, there's a little bit of luck involved that either happened for you or happened against the other person or team. And Carly Lloyd, a female, said, uh, quote, after they were celebrating over advancing after playing, I think, poorly, There's a difference between being respectful of the fans and saying hello to your family, but to be dancing, to be smiling. I mean, the player of the match was that post. You're lucky not to be going home right now. That's from Carly Lloyd. So, but they're in it, and we'll see how they do. All right, we've got about 10 minutes left. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. Tomorrow, uh, one of our grads, Trevor Sikama from the Pro from Pro Football Focus, will join us talk a little more NFL. Uh, Max Chadwick is going to join us Friday from Pro Football Focus to talk college football, get his thoughts on the Pac-12 and what what may happen there. Herm Edwards will join us Friday as well. Uh, so we've got a lot of good guests coming up and trying to get more for you uh, as we get closer to the start of uh, college football season and uh, I think everybody's pretty excited about that Gator soccer will start Gator cross country will start and you just heard Mary Wise Gator volleyball will start as well a couple of people asked uh, for more details about the open practice Saturday it's from 2 30 to 4 30 and it's going to be in the stadium okay gates are going to open I believe at two usually a half hour before um, but I know there's only about two gates you can go in, uh, gate one and gate six, free admission, uh, and you can only go out gate 18. So there's going to be limited gates available for you to go in, limited gates available for you to go out. Uh, concession stands, not all of them, but some will be open. Uh, snacks, drinks, you can get them for purchase. Uh, the Gator Sports Shop will be open if you want to get some Gator gear, uh, restrooms, of course. So uh, there you go. Yeah, that'll be those are the details about Saturday. A couple of leftovers I purposely kept. I always try to because you never know at the end of a show if you're going to get calls or not. From when Scott Strickland was here on Monday, and uh, really enjoyed his time. And as I said, in case you missed it, he really wanted to get feedback from Gator Nation as to thoughts on expansion of the stadium or I'm sorry 
uh, reduction of the stadium, uh, you know, making the seats bigger, whatever it is. Um, and these two emails were very interesting to me because they both give a different uh, point of view. Eric is one, and he says, I've been a Gator fan all my life. I love the swamp. But like anything else, a building comes to an end life, and I just think it's time for the swamp to go. We need something new. We need a new identity. And that only comes with the building of something new, just like Condren Ballpark. What a success that has been for Gator Baseball. Okay? Then uh, there is Harold who says, Steve, I listen to your show. I don't call in, uh, but I love your show, and I love your guests, and I appreciated having Scott Strickland on. Uh, I, I didn't uh, say anything then, but I will tell you now, I am one of those that wants to keep the swamp. I am all for renovation. I'm all for modernization. And as Scott said when he was on your show, it can be done. Wrigley Field, Fenway Park, Lambeau Field are perfect examples of an old structure that's seen better days but has been modernized for the modern fan and the modern sports fan. It can be done here as well. Will it take a lot of money? Yes. Will it take a lot of planning? Yes. But one thing he said that I really agree with is there's an opportunity for not just the expansion in the stadium, but to expand things for the entire Gator football game day experience, which includes some things in the offseason the stadium may use. Rah-rah for that. Okay. That, that about gives you, you know, both sides of the coin. Um, and then uh, a couple people wanted to know when the uh, Swamp Kings, I, somebody can correct me on this. I'm not looking it up. I think it's August 22nd is when it uh, premieres, but it's this month. So check your local listing, and uh, you'll be able to see it. And like I said, people like Tim Tebow, uh, Urban Meyer, Ahmad Black, Brandon Seiler, Brandon Spikes, all um, were interviewed for this. And it is not going to be, you, you heard, it's not going to be all rosy, and it's not going to be all detrimental either. Uh, I think what they're striving for is the realization of what happened then with a terrific football team that did have some off-field issues. And they'll be highlighted. And I'm sure there'll be stuff about Urban Meyer and, you know, his demise and, you know, how that all came about. I would be shocked if that's not part of what we see as well. But that's um, what'll happen. Billy says, Steve, you mentioned the other day Chris Collinsworth being elected to the Sports Broadcasting Hall of Fame. Uh, can you get him on to talk about it? Uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to. And we're trying. He's, he's difficult to get sometimes now. Uh, but we are doing our due diligence to, uh, to do that. 
And our last email, I've got a couple minutes here to fill yet, uh, is Chuck. And he says, uh, what is your, he said, the, did you ever give an order of finish in the SEC for football? Um, if I had to do it today, and this could change, Georgia, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, Kentucky, Missouri, Vanderbilt. Florida can beat Tennessee, especially here. But until they do, I'm going to give Tennessee benefit of the doubt. In the West, you know, I'm going to be stupid here because you should never bet against Nick Saban, right? And the danger for LSU is they're not going to be under the radar now. They're not going to catch anybody napping. They know what Kelly's done there. They know they have talent, but they'll be a marked team. I'm still going to I'm going to pick Alabama against my better judgment. Um so in the West, Alabama, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Auburn, Arkansas, and Mississippi State. Auburn, let me just tell you, Auburn could mirror Florida here because Hugh Freeze has flipped some good, talented players. He's flipped one from Alabama. He knows how to beat Alabama from his time in the SEC. Auburn could be a fast riser in the league in the next two to three years if they continue on that trajectory. Um, So we'll see what happens. But for today, that's our show. Our thanks to Ahmad Black, to Cornelius Ingram, and to former Gator coach and now Central Michigan football coach Jim McElwain for joining us live. Thanks to Ailey for producing our program today. As always, we appreciate you being part of it. Don't forget, Rays Yankees tonight. That comes your way at 6.30. And tomorrow back with a noontime edition of Sports Inc. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday. Gainesville, U251CG, Gainesville, from the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios. In the South, it's always college football season, and the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents The Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. One of the longest standing non-negotiables in college football is about to quietly go away.
It is Chuck Oliver Show on a Wednesday, and I hope you are having a, just a glorious uh, morning, day, evening, lunch, dinner, drive home, whatever it is. Whenever you listen, people can podcast it or record it or listen to us live. Whenever it is, I appreciate you coming here for some college football talk, and that's what we're going to give you today. So, <clears throat> said one of the longest-standing non-negotiables eh, in college football is about to quietly go away. And that is because the Rose Bowl is not going to want a Pac-12-ish champion. After this season, they will not want to insist on that anymore. And the Rose Bowl has insisted on it. The Rose Bowl has had the veto in the Security Council at times. It has held up all manner of plans of either playoff structure, playoff expansion, dates, times. The Rose Bowl, very proud of itself. And believe me, should be. Rose Bowl goes back to 1902, and for some reason I knew that without having to look it up. And then they didn't play it for about 15 years, but but it started in 02. They get back out on the field on 16, in uh, 1916, and they're off and flying. And they even played during World War II when it was kind of going on to the Pacific Coast. I think most.